Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Monday. And it's eight. It's time. Get off your hate. Because everything that they say you think, they want to tell you how to speak whenever you say the way it is or the way to be. You become an anti Semite or even a Nazi. What to think, what to say, and now. Join us, some of us who open our eyes to see and our ears to hear. Says the same thing, maybe in a different voice, but the same speed. Could it be? They're playing the same reel. I'm just asking you a question, but then again, when you do, you get labeled. The Goyam gets branded. Welcome to Truth is a New Hate. Time to get your hate on at 8. With Brother Paul and yours truly, Brother Joe. The following program is recommended for mature individuals and may contain material unsuitable for morons, cretins, and dishwipes. If you are a moron or a member of the PTL club, Please turn off your radio, because we don't need any more stupid, narrow-minded, pencil-necked geeks who wouldn't know the First Amendment if it came up and bit them on the butt. Thank you. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You're located at www.radio.thewatchman.us, where our broadcast stream is located along with a chat room. Or www.thewatchman.us just click the listen live link we are are simulcasting at talk show hosted by white media the show name is 
Truth is the new hate. Yes, it is. That's located at www.talkshoe.com. You can easily find the broadcast by entering the call ID number into the research box at the top of any TalkShoe webpage. And that number is 124-639. 124-639. From there, you may register as a guest or if you have a TalkShoe account, sign in. This will allow you to listen to the broadcast as well as participate by either the chat room located there or you can just call in via landlines, mobile cell phone, or VOIP. You may just listen and or participate in the broadcast. That phone number is 724-444-7444. That's 724-444-7444. And you will be prompted for the call ID number. And again, that number is 124-639-124-639. Then press the pound key. I urge your support of the number one and hardest working American Patriot Band in America, Poker Face. Go to www.pokerface.com, sample the affordable music offerings, download your favorites. Okay, hello everybody. Today is April 20th, 2015. Uh, believe it or not, it looks like it's going to snow up here, man. So, there you go, man. Uh, anyway, uh, I, let me get a few things out of the way here. Uh, remember, if you can't hear the stream well on TalkShoe, because TalkShoe sometimes does back up. Remember, you can always hear the radio stream at thewatchmen.us and still participate in the chat. Okay. Uh, PokerFace, remember to visit PokerFace.com, uh, where Paul Tepetti and the boys got all their wares of the music they play. Okay, and remember, Freedom Palooza, FreedomPalooza.com, July 2nd through 5th, location at Jimmy Max American Grill in Kennesville, Pennsylvania, and that's in Upper Bucks County, about 30, 30 mile, 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes north of Philly. Uh, tctunleashed.com, uh, brother Sean, uh, surplus puts on good show there, good information, uh, and we've got Stormfront Northwest, okay, that's on Talk Shoe Tuesdays, 8 p.m., that caller ID is 131555, 131-555, Tuesdays at 8 p.m., and also, we got Pro-White American Radio Show, uh, with our buddy Tom Bowie on there, who uh, does some good commentary and stuff like that. Okay, by PWA Radio, and that's Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Time. Caller ID on that at TalkShoe is 132-549-132-549. Okay, so let me see. Let me have a peek in the chat here. Okay, does everybody hear me in there pretty good? Can I get a... Amen. Okay, now, today, yeah, let's get today. Today is one of those days. It's a special day. It was the birth of a special man, a very special man. Uh, I mean, I didn't know what I found out in my later years how special this man is and was. And, uh, you know, uh, and his name is Adolf Hitler. Okay, now. Adolf Hitler was, I would say, one of the most important men in history, definitely in the last thousand years, okay? And he was born 20th of April, 1889 in Braun, 
Braunau am in Austria, then was called Austria-Hungary. And, of course, we all know he died 30 of April 1945 in Berlin, Germany, <coughs> at the end of World War II. So, uh, and this is a very, very special man uh, who is, uh, uh, they, they, they put this man down. I mean, uh, they try to hide everything that, about this man, uh, the truth about this man. And uh, the thing is, truth will always win out. I mean, his spirit is alive, and from what I see, it's uh, getting even stronger and stronger and stronger the more people find out the truth about this man.
The story began here in the Austrian town of Braunau, with a child born in this house, Adolf Hitler. At his peak, the most popular ruler in Europe, the child born here in Braunau, belonged to that handful of human beings who have clearly and decisively changed the history of the 20th century. Linz, Austria, the site of the only memorial to the Hitler family, the grave of Hitler's parents. Nothing about his parents or Adolf's early life gave any hint of the extraordinary career that was to come. His father, Alois, was a stern, short-tempered customs official who beat his son. His mother, Clara, tried to protect him. When she died, young Adolf was broken by grief. He kept her portrait with him for the rest of his life. The infant Adolf was baptized and brought up as a Catholic. At the age of six, he entered the monastery school at Lambach. Soon, he was top of his class. Hitler was a chorister at the great Abbey Church of Lambach. I used, he said, to intoxicate myself with the solemn splendor of the services. Every day when he sang in the choir, he saw the memorial to an earlier abbot. Above it was an emblem which a quarter of a century later, Hitler was to adopt for the Nazi party, the swastika. In his teens, Hitler became a moody adolescent. At secondary school in Linz, he lost interest in most of his work. His ambition was to go to Vienna and become an artist or architect. Once there, he produced architectural drawings and watercolors like these, competent, but not good enough to win the place he longed for at the Viennese Academy of Fine Arts. After the shock of being turned down twice by the Academy of Fine Arts, he became a drifter. Hitler later called his period in Vienna the most miserable time of my life. Three of those miserable years were spent here in a Viennese backstreet at this hostel for homeless men. In this depressing hostel, the future Führer passed much of the day sitting with other inmates churning out drawings and watercolors which earned him a modest income. When he drifted from Vienna to Germany in 1913, he was still dreaming of becoming a great artist or famous architect. Munich, the 1st of August, 1914. A cheering crowd welcomes the outbreak of the First World War. On the right is a photographer, and among the crowd he's photographing is the 25-year-old Adolf Hitler. Now, for the first time, film has been discovered of Hitler at this turning point in his life, as he waits to enlist as a soldier. If you look at the tenacity of his, his service, I mean, he's a fanatic, and he petitioned King Ludwig III of Bavaria 
to enlist in what's referred to as the King's Own Regiment. That's an elite Bavarian unit. Uh, he was accepted, but put in the 16th Bavarian Reserve Infantry. World War I is a major influence on Hitler's life. Now he served his basic training without complaining. He was always willing to, to elf, uh, offer his fellow comrades help. He spoke about the evil of tobacco and alcohol to his fellow soldiers. They liked him because of his drawings that he did for them. He would do sketches for them. Remember, he sketched and, and did a variety of things, you know, in his, in his youth and was trying to get into in the art school. So he really got along with his fellow soldiers. At one point, he'll, uh, during the trench duties in between 14 and 18, he will have a dog. Somebody's going to steal from him at one point. Anyway, during World War I, Adolf Hitler repeatedly, repeatedly volunteered for hazardous duty. His first combat was October the 29th, 1914. Uh, Hitler's unit lost 3,000 of its 3,600 men after making five assaults on the enemy position. Now Hitler had one of his sleeves shot off. That's a heck of a shot. Uh, he walked out of a tent where he'd been talking with some men and a couple of seconds later a shell hits it and blows it to kingdom come. And for his fighting in this unit, he was awarded the Iron Cross Second Class for bravery, bravery under fire, and he was promoted to corporal. So this is a, a well-deserved award. Later, he became a runner, which meant he moved messages from the rear to the front, and it's a very high mortality job, and he, and he, he liked it. He always liked that job. Then in December of 1914, when you have the famous... The accidental Christmas truce on December the 25th, Hitler wouldn't leave his trench. And his comment was, such a thing should not happen in wartime. And then he told his buddies that, that participated that they were wrong to get involved. So, no fun when all the war goes on. Those are your enemies. Now, between 1914 and 1916, in the final stages of the Battle of the Somme, Adolf Hitler was wounded in the leg by a shell fragment. This was a home wound. This sent him back to Germany to recover. And he's there for about five months. Hitler could have stayed back in Germany on light duty, but demanded to be sent back to the front. So this is he's no shirker. Got to give a, a, a guy some due here for not being a chicken. A lot of people, you know, look for a way to get out of there. Then you're, you have Hitler back again on the trench duty, and then he shows up again during the, of course, German offensives. Now, during the Ludendorff offensives, he was armed with a pistol, and he captured five French soldiers. And for that, he received the Iron Cross First Class. You didn't get those at any time in the war for free. You can't dismiss his decorations. So he wins the Iron Cross second class in 1914, first class in 1918. He also at the same time received the regimental diploma for being wounded. And then in mid-October he got another battlefield decoration. But he's never promoted because he had a captain. Captain Fritz Wiedemann said he lacked the capacity for leadership. You just can't make the statement as the war turned against Germany. Uh, he believed that 
the pacifists and the shirkers, which are people trying to get out of duty, uh, were losing the war. And the thing that enraged him even worse is what is referred to as defeatism in the ranks. Uh, they're actually non-commissioned officers who said it was stupid to keep fighting. He beat one up. So we have a corporal beating up a non-commissioned officer and didn't get into trouble for it. He's a fanatic. Now, the end of the war, Hitler was gassed by the British forces advancing there, Ypres. It bloated his face up, and particularly his, his eyelids, constantly watering eyes, and a hoarse voice. He then had this terrible pain. He referred to it, quote, piercing pain in my eye sockets, that he, he would remark later. Hitler hated leaving the front to go to the hospital. He considered it the happiest chapter in his life. Being there, being something, being with people. You know, he had friends and he had comrades while he was in the war. He, he was not a loner. He had the respect of his fellow soldiers. He was no longer a wandering vagabond like he had been, you know, in Vienna. He had purpose. By early November, Hitler's spirits had come back. And it was very common for people who had, had been gassed to plunge into depression because they're concerned about being blind the rest of their lives. On November the 9th, this is two days before the armistice, a local pastor came to the hospital and told the patients that on November the 8th that the Kaiser had abdicated. Okay, that, 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 that right there is from uh, uh, The Greatest Story Never Told, the first part of it. That guy did a very good job. You know, it wasn't... I thought he a pretty even job there also and uh another thing that i uh you know uh i'm not german so i don't have that uh you know some people they feel uh this personal connection and uh because they're german and uh i feel the connection uh because of you know who the man was uh, not only to our people, but actually to the world, you know, trying to free the world from this uh, now Jewish uh, capitalist usury system and the things that he did accomplish and what he did do for the people. Uh, my even growing up, I never really had an opinion about that, mainly because my relatives mainly fought the Pacific, although I have relatives on my mother's side that fought against Germany and uh, yeah they had some they did some damage but uh, as far as the European part of the war I never understood that I never understood why uh, we were in with uh, Stalin you know I never never understood that a at all okay I got a little message here let me see if I can bring Paul in here So, I mean, I never had an opinion about that. How you doing, Paul? Good evening, brother. How you doing? Uh, good evening. Well, it uh, looks like it's going to snow here, man. But anyway, I was just did the first part of The Greatest Story Never Told. It's, you know, Adolf Hitler's birthday. I think he was a great man. Uh, the more I find out about what the truth about him and what happened over there. And uh, so I just played a clip from the... Uh, greatest story never told and uh given my opinion about it you know because like i say my relatives mainly fought in the pacific 
uh, more immediate relatives and my mother's side, uh, who I didn't really know that well, uh, fought on the European theater. But I never understood the European theater because I didn't know how the hell we could, <laughs> how we can partner up with uh, uh, a Bolshevik, <laughs> you know, uh, Stalin, you know. Never made sense, man. Yeah, I, I can never figure that one out. So, you know, how he how they were Uncle Joe and, uh, you know, you read the history of what happened there and uh, what happened afterwards. And uh, so I, I, I never understood that. That was always kind of a mystery, but I never really explored it. Until, Until you find out that the bankers fund both sides and there's the tribal brothers in power on both sides of the communist capitalist divide. So and then you understand why they went after Germany, because they weren't part of either one of them. Yeah, they're trying to get us out of that capitalist usury system that is destroying the world because we're constantly looking for that 11th marble. OK. And, uh, uh, you know, I hear these people talk about uh, some of these people talk about uh, the light of. Oh, where he made his mistakes and the night of the long knives and all this bullshit. Well, they don't get into the real history about uh, those uh, auto, I forget his name, the two brothers and Stryker and all the kind of stuff they did in a 1926 meeting where they told him, you know, we're going to be a rule of law. We're not going to be Bolsheviks stealing everybody's property. And they gave him their choice. What do you want to be with me as your leader or with him as your leader? And that's even when Goebbels, because he was on from that eastern uh Berlin side even he came on to his side so uh you know they're lucky if it was me i'd have killed them all never mind the few that he did did they did they did take it i'd have killed them all so you know and this was supposed to put in uh uh enemies but enemies were always there because you always had the junker class okay just like we have a, a you know an upper class here that are always going to be our enemies until we take them out i'd have taken them all out that's all there is to it there so Joe, you know, one of my pet peeves was with uh, Hitler is his choice of partners, whether it was in uh, France, wasn't it Pickering? Uh, Spain was Franco. All, all these all these guys were all dual, or dual loyalists, man, or just traitors. I think Franco was a crypto Jew. I don't know like, about that. Joe. I don't know about that, Paul. I've looked at that Spanish Revolution, and uh, remember, he was asked to come over. He wasn't even in the country. Uh, you had the uh, Bolshevik uh, run it. They had the generals in, into the Freemasonry and uh, had them all tricked into uh, a coup, which they were going to kill them all. They were going to kill all the generals involved, and they found some of them found out about it and said, "Whoa, this isn't what isn't what we signed up for." They found out that it was Stalin's international Comintern that was behind that that funded a lot of these uh, so-called uh, uh, Spanish Republic. And uh, so uh, I'm not too sure about that. I don't. I. I, I don't. I never got that from uh, Franco at all. There came out recently in Barnes Review that they were going uh, over, and uh, Franco was not his friend. Uh, especially some of the things that came out, and it was probably within the last six months, maybe a year, uh, Barnes Review. But um, it just seemed like the, the people that he thought had his back didn't, and. Uh, well, that was it, Paul. Nobody had his back. Nobody had his back. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Mussolini, you know, with his adventures in, over there in Greece and everything else like that, screwed that up. I mean, and uh, Japan never attacking with the Kumatang, uh, Kumatang uh, army in the east, uh, going through that end there. 
and uh, then you had, Fra well, Frankel told him right in the beginning that we just went through a civil war, we're an exhausted nation, uh, there's no way that we we're, we can participate in any of this, and we're just going to stay neutral. So he had already been told that. They already knew that about Spain. And Spain, if you read about that, uh, oh, that was that was a horrible uh, uh, civil war that they had going over there. So, anyway, you sound a little bit of funny there, Paul. Give give me a sound check there. Did I lose you? Yeah, man, my mic just started doing something crazy it's never done before, so I just said I'll just hang up and try it again. Oh, that's way better. No, no, this is this is way better now. Yeah. Okay, good. So. It just went screwy, brother. Yeah. So. So anyway, uh, and I was challenged to read Mein Kampf, but you know it's hard reading these, and I've read a lot of speeches and a thing and things, but it's hard because I don't know German, and some of the transitions are just bland. You don't know where the nuances are. And I remember as a kid, anytime you seen Hitler, he was given a speech. He was a great orator. Was another one of his skills. You know, and he's <laughs> shouting, you know, that sound like a, which is a harsh language. And, uh, you know, you don't know what's going on and everything else like that. But I never really took heed into, uh, well, like I say, we weren't, the whole hoax wasn't, didn't go through, didn't fly in, when, when I grew up. So I never heard of that. So I never had that prejudice uh, built into me, that brainwashing against them. I never had that. So. You know, I'm just, that's my perspective, you know, and so, go on, you're talking about uh, uh, Spain and uh, uh, people that... In France, and, and like you said, Mussolini with his adventures into Africa and Greece, and it just seemed like his, his choice of people, he wasn't good at selecting partners, good partners, man. Well, you know, that was it. You know, I think he was uh, a little bit too loyal to his agreements with people. And, uh, you know, like he didn't go against Stalin until they uh, found out that they had uh, approximately six million men up on the uh, border building for an offensive, you know, and uh, they found out about Stalin's speech. You know, you know, he starved all the people to uh, sell the uh, grain overseas, mainly to America, to destroy our farmers and uh, get the hard currency uh, and the technology to, to modernize his army. And he said, now we're a modern army ready for an offensive. And uh, we'll let the uh, capitalists fight it out with the fascists. And when they're tired, you know, we'll basically go clean it all up, you know. So, uh, and, and, and that the Bolsheviks, is he, he always hated the Bolsheviks. And, uh, you know, that was just uh, uh, because, you know, they were trying to surround him. Uh, they tried it with a, a agreement with Poland, and then Pilsiski killed that. And but Pilsiski died, and when he before he died, he said to keep good relationships with Germany. But then the uh, uh, the crew that took up after that, which is definitely uh, uh, Jew controlled, uh, started uh, you know conspiring with France and uh, uh, Britain, and uh, they had. We're negotiating to make a deal with Russia, and uh, Germany went in and made a coup by making a non-aggression pact with them. So you know, but and that's another thing about that war, Paul, is I never understood. Uh, they said, well, Germany attacked Poland, but nothing was said about Russia. Nothing was said about Russia attacking Finland or any of this other bullshit. Nothing was attacked 
set about where actually Britain was going to take over the Narvik over there in Norway. Nothing was said about this. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, it was like you look at that and you, uh, you know, Those I never. States taking over other countries, but Germany was not a Jew vassal state or trying to break free from Jew vassal state, attacking other ones that were Jew vassal states, so you can't have that. Yeah, and uh, seeing that, you know, we're such an open country that, uh, you know, records are locked up for 150 years, and, you know, so there's a lot of information that we didn't have, and it's just recently that it's come out, uh, I don't know, in the last basically 20 years about uh, uh, all the shenanigans that we pulled on Japan to force them to uh, into, war. into war. Just I think they made a very poor choice going all the way across to Pearl Harbor and missing the damn friggin' uh, fuel depots. And, you know, because uh, earlier they had, uh, you know, they were, them and China had been warned, okay, and... Uh, uh, Rockefeller was trying to get uh, China to buy his kerosene and get, and get away from the traditional power source, which was some plant that they grew that gave them uh, that they used for fuel, and he wanted them on kerosene. And get, and when they bought the kerosene, they got a free uh, stove and all this kind of horseshit. And accidentally, uh, Jer- uh, Japan, uh, we had a ship over there, and I think it had a Red Cross thing on it, and uh, but it was you know bad flying weather or whatever. But uh, they actually uh, attacked that ship, and uh, you know what J- Japan said it was an accident, and you know they paid re- you know they, they they paid a reparation for it or whatever like that. So we already had an incident with Japan, and nothing happened, you know. And that was uh, I don't know if that was thirty nine or whatever. But, uh, you know, we just were not ready. So, anyway. Uh, let's see here. Somebody's putting a lot of links in here. Let me tell you, buddy. If those links are going to any type of porn, I will boot your ass. I'm telling you right now. So, anyway, we got Eunuch, Festy, Sprocket1 in the chat. I don't know who he is. A couple guests. Tattered flag. Behave yourself. And Tom Bowie. Nice to see you, Tom. And of course, well, we had uh, we had uh, mom of three white boys, but she seems to have gone. Uh, oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe her new phone fucked up on her. I don't know. So <coughs> anyway, and and tornado everybody. Pardon? Pardon? Tonight we had tornado warnings. Yeah. So you have snow coming. Yeah. It's the, it's the same problem, man. Yeah, it looks yeah. like snowball. Snowball. Uh, yeah, uh, remind me to tell you a story me. later on of what happened to me today, living in this small town of 99% white people, a little farming town. Uh, I, I called into a few shows there over the weekend, trying to push the local, 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 because, you know, I get all these people, oh, America's gone, America's gone. Some people, some guy's sitting up there and telling you America's gone. He's got... He can't, no proof or nothing because things are bad right now because, well, they're giving everything up. They're not doing anything. They're not in the government. They're, they're, they want to be unorganized. They want all this kind of bullshit and then cry about America's gone and somehow we're going to have an elite force by, fight their elite force and all this kind of nonsense and it's, it, it's nuts. Okay. So I went around on a few shows there and, and, uh, the Renegade round, round table. I went on, the 
uh, Wolf Wall Street's uh, show their uh, fourth position on Sunday and Sean's show last night. And Sean asked me to tell you to drop into his box on Skype a good time for you that the two of us can go on there with him. So, Why don't you and I talk after this, and then uh, we'll come up with a day. Probably Sunday would be better. Okay, sounds good. I mean, you know, uh, I'm I'm pretty well ready for every day and everything. So, anyway, so I I've read a lot of these speeches and things like this, and uh, it's when I now better interpretations are coming down uh, with the nuances on 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 the speech and the words, so you can get the effect and and you know because sometimes you can have a speech there, but and you hear someone read it very, very well, and to really get the feeling and and uh, uh, you know uh, the true meaning of what he's trying to put across, you know, and uh, you know you really get it there, you know. So uh, I was looking through in 1940 after Poland, after the deal with Poland, and uh, uh, England was starting to bomb the German cities. And uh, Germany really hadn't struck back yet, and uh, Hitler addressed that in a long speech. And here's a bit of a synopsis of it. Uh, I got this. Someone took it off YouTube and condensed it a little bit there, but I'm going to play it and uh, uh, read read what what he's saying, and uh, you get the gist of. Uh, this was 19 January 1940 in Berlin, so you get the gist of who he was fighting. Of Hitler, Berlin, January 30, 1940. International finance remained brutal and squeezed our bolt ruthlessly. The state and allied nations closed our hearts to it. In cold blood, they declared that we were 20 million Germans too many. The Western powers finally dropped their masks. Despite all our attempts and our advances, they sent us their declaration. Today they freely admit, indeed, Poland may well have given away, but we did not want it to. Today they admit it would have been possible to arrive at an understanding. But they wanted war. This was precisely what my domestic opponents used to tell me. I held my hand out in friendship, but they refused it. And they also decried, no reconciliation, no understanding, only war. Well, they got their war. And I can say only to France and England, you too shall have your war. state in which England had extended its guarantee was swept from the map within 18 days.
Hence, the first phase of this war has come to an end, and the second one begins. Mr. Churchill is already dying to start it. He cherishes the hope as expressed by intermediaries as well as by his own person. That bombardment shall finally, and as soon as possible, feature in this war. And already they are crying that this war shall not pay heed to women and children. For when has England ever paid heed to women and children? After all, the entire blockade warfare is nothing other than a war against women and children. Just as once was the case in the Boer War. It was then the concentration camps were invented. The English brain gave birth to this idea. We only read about it in encyclopedias and later copied it with one crucial difference. England locked up women and children in these camps. Over 20,000 Boer women died richly at that time. Why should England fight differently today? We have anticipated this and we have prepared ourselves. When I turn to look at these foreign propaganda, my belief in our victory grows to the immeasurable. For this propaganda, I experienced once before. For nearly 15 years, this propaganda was directed against us. My old party comrades, you remember this propaganda. These are the same words, the same phrases, yes, the same heads. Closely we see the same heads speaking the same dialects. To finish off, these people as lonely unknown men who gathered but a handful of people about them. Throughout 15 years, I finished off these people, and today Germany is the greatest world power. When today Monsieur de Allier expresses doubts regarding this community, or when he believes that this part of the community are, are lamenting a lot, with his quoting of my homeland. Oh, Monsieur de Lallière, you shall, you shall get to know my man of the Oxmark. They shall personally instruct you. You shall get to know the, their divisions and re regiments, just as the other German ones. Perhaps then you shall be cured of a particular form of insanity, namely the insanity of believing you are faced by the German tribes of old. Monsieur de Lavier, you are today faced by the entire German folk.
You're invoked today. Realize there's no misunderstanding. It's possible if we do not insist upon our rights. We do not wish to struggle for these rights to burst forth anew in two, perhaps three or five years. The rights of 80 million are up for discussion, not those of a party or movement. For whom I? I am nothing other than your speaker, German Volk, the speaker for your rights. Volk is vested its trust in me. I will prove myself worthy of this trust. I wish to draw attention not to my own person and my surroundings, but rather to the past and to the future. I wish to stand up in honor of the past and the future, and with German Volk shall honorably hold its own. The generation of today, it is the bearer of Germany's destiny, of Germany's future, of Germany's or Germany's fall. Our enemies, they already decry out today, Germany shall fall. Yet Germany can give but one answer, Germany will live, hence Germany will win. So that was right before they got it on and went into France and rolled over France uh, with the Blitzkrieg, which uh, they designed, which uh, they said rather than destroy a whole country, you know, they considered that, you know, if you got going to have a war, do it with as, as little destruction as you can, just get her done, you know what I mean? So, and, uh, but it's funny, you know, like, you can, you can, you can hear the frustration and the anger, knowing that uh, these are the people, when they had a blockade, even after World War One, where they told Germany, oh, you've got 20, 20 million too many people there. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, so that's telling you where they're at, eh? Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting these messages. Yes, Oh, you got, a, you got an electrical storm there. Can you hear me now, there, Paul? Yeah, brother. I'd like the the couple of times it's done something weird tonight. For the you know, I've I've never had it happen, but yeah, I'm seems like every get like a major flash here. It's like it's screwing up with the signal. So yeah, I'm, I'm on getting the it too. Well, you know, I'm 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 in a small farming community, right? And a small town, and uh, I've been Sorry, under like the, the yeah, I've been under the weather a couple of days, Paul. And uh, I've been in pain for about a couple of days, really bad. And I woke up this morning. I had no coffee. And I got to have a coffee in the morning. So I got to drag my ass over to the damn uh, food store. So I'm waiting where the weather breaks a little bit, okay, so I can get over there. And uh, the weather broke around 1 or whatever. Hop, ran out, hopped into the car, went to the store. Got the little bit I needed, and came to around twenty six bucks. I got a few other things. <laughs> I needed milk and stuff. Put my damn debit card in. Well, I bought some other things too. Put my debit I card in. Put my debit card in, Paul, and it was rejected. And well, it's I'm, not an EBT card, man. 
No, and I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I had just gone into my account on the internet, made sure, you know, threw some money into that account. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong. So the guy says to me, okay, now I think this guy was assistant manager to cashier. He says, well, look, I'll hold it aside from you. And I says, well, geez, I don't know. I'm going to have to call because the closest bank's like 100 miles of that particular branch, you know. Oh, my God. So he says to me, he says, look, I'm going to pay for it. And next time you come in, you pay me. So he takes his card out, puts it in, pays pays for it. Because he knew it was storming and, you know, to get back and all that kind of stuff there. I'm thinking, and, and he could see, you know, I was kind of walking in pain today. So uh, I says, you know, okay, thanks, man. As soon as I get it cleared, I'll, I'll be back. So I come home and check out my account. Sure enough, I put it I th- put it in the wrong account. You know what I mean? <laughs> Almost but did dude, it again. That was so cool of the small town guy to hook up the brother, man. And that that's what I love about this. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go right back because, you know, it's still what the weather wasn't that bad. I'm, uh, you know, and settle off with the guy, right? So, you know, uh, got the account straightened out. Go back and uh, I says, well, okay, so what do I got to do? Because, you know, I think I can give him the card and give me cash. I, I says, do I have to buy something? And he says, no, 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 forget it. I says, what do you mean forget it? He says, no, no, don't worry. That, that's nothing. Don't, don't worry about it, man. I says, I can't let you do that. He says, no, 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 don't worry about it. I'm telling you, you know, and meanwhile, there's other people. He says, I, I got to take these other people. Don't don't worry about it, okay? That's on me, man. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, shit, man. You're, wow, like, man. you're like old school. And he says, well, we all are. We all are here, man. <laughs> I mean, it was like out of the blue. I mean, it was a, a disaster, you know, I, you know. Uh, Dude, it reaffirms your 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 you know love for humanity again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, just let them take me to let me take the stuff in the beginning, so at least I can get the shit home. In case you know the storm oh. hits really bad, and you know I got coffee and milk and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, my bare necessities, and uh, and then when I go back, he, he he didn't want to take the money. You know, and I'm like, oh, you know, and. I don't know, man. It was just kind of blew me away, man. Kind of blew me away. Good, man. But, good, good. Uh, you know. That's the kind of stuff I love to hear, brother. Yeah. There's not enough of that, but it's great when it happens. Yeah. But I remember one time there along, it might have been last year, it was at night, and I was walking out, and I saw a $20 bill by the door, and I picked it up, and I, I go to one of the cashiers, and I says, uh, oh, I think someone dropped this. I don't know who dropped it, but they might be back for it. And she says, Oh, well, usually people don't come back with money. I says, well, I mean, it's not mine. They might need it, you know. So, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, they're the things, yeah, they're the things, you know, in life. And I guess that was the payback. I don't know. But uh, he just would not, he wouldn't let me pay him back, man. So what am I going to do? Are you with the guy? Hold hold, 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 hold the whole line up. He just was adamant. No, bro. Let's just say thank you. You know, you'll you'll catch him one day too, man. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, and. That is living in a small uh, community, farming community. And, you know, uh, some of these people know my opinions about things and, uh, you know, disagree or whatever. But, you know what I mean? Didn't hold it again. Agree to disagree. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's that. And, and I'm going to say, yeah, it's, it's, it's like 99% white. And I think that has a big difference to it because, uh, yeah. you know, uh a lot uh, of these mine's ninety percent white, and it's the college that brings in all the uh, diversity. Same that thing ends here. up on the front page of our of our newspaper all the time. 
especially for their numbers. They are overly represented on the front page. Yeah, we have a college here too, but it's uh, it's like a farming college. So you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to find too many, no, many of the brothers farming. Yeah. There are some, but very few. Well, my it's like, it's like it, hockey, man. Yeah, there's a couple of brothers, but no Jews. <laughs> that's the oh, difference. Dude, Jews dude, Jews can't farm, okay? That, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the they, difference. Well, they got the goyim to do they, that, Paul. So. Well, of course they do, brother. But what I'm saying is, like, from, from old times, Jews cannot farm. They only build cities. Who still builds the cities today? Who still farms? Yep. White folk. And the Jews still build the cities. doesn't matter if they're Canaanites or, or Jews or Edomites or whatever the hell you want to call them today. They still do what they always have done. We still do what we've always have done. We're farmers. My family farmed across America. As America moved west, there was a ride an hour. Farming it. And uh, that's what my mom still does here, here at the little micro farm. We farm. That's what our, our, our people do. White people farm. Ever since Adam was the first farmer. It's what we do. Yeah. Okay. I just had to un- uh, block, unblock some people. Uh, you're welcome, Guest 9. Yeah. My family. Uh, let me see. I had a grandfather who was a baker. Uh, I had a... a Another one was a oh master carpenter, master beautiful master carpenter, uh, mainly tradesmen in, in my family uh, and fishermen that type of thing there, you know living off my mother's side the coast of uh, uh, Labrador and stuff like that. Uh, you, you were fishermen and stuff sure. like that. Uh, of course, or, or my girls people are from uh, from the coast and they too have been fishermen for many generations from Portugal. So yeah, yeah, and, and That's what they do. And my grandfather, he, uh, I think his father took him down. I told you they're from uh, uh, Sugar Nut, Bethlehem around there, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, his, my, his father would be my great-grandfather, took him down into the <laughs> mines there. And he says, I'm not doing this. So he became a right. baker. And uh, you had all, uh, he, he, he was able to bake. Uh, all kinds of Slavic and, and ethnic types of uh, uh, pastries and things like that. He he was a really really talented baker. You know what I mean? Not just you know. I lost you again. He was a really talented. I'll call you right back. Oh, you lost me. Okay. Okay. Did I lose Paul? Yeah, he's having a storm there. Yeah, we hunt, farm, and gather. Well, I hear you, Paul. Yeah, but I'm here. I'm, oh. <laughs> I keep coming back, man. I keep getting knocked off. Okay, I said my my grandfather was a was like a really good baker. He could bake all. Yeah, kind I got the baker so slow, you know, the yeah. Slovak and all that good stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was good up until you know. Yeah, so that's what that. No, brother, my like my either we farmed like we did crops or we were big herdsmen with like thousands of thousands upon heads of cattle. Uh, my my one uh, great uncle in Ohio was probably the largest cattleman for a, a span of probably like thirty forty years, man. Mm. And um, so yeah, it's it's always been in my blood, man. And uh, an- another cool thing with four twenty today is it's it's a uh, it's International MJ Day, Mar- Mary Jane Day, and uh, I think uh, the the more America gets back to its real roots, uh, I mean marijuana and hemp, uh, the freer we will become. Um, because it, it kicks down one of the main doors that the feds use to destroy our lives by catching hotheads, which are like the easiest targets you could possibly ever find on this earth. You know, you'll either see them munching or like sleeping or, you know, watching TV or just being at the wrong place at the right time, smelling up the place, you know. So it's like these easy targets got to go. You know, national International 420 Day, we should be freeing 
all the pot criminals or the non-violent so-called criminals in jail because they probably make up a good 50 to 60 percent of the jail jailhouse people man free my people let them go yeah not only that you know they put all that emphasis on 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 the one aspect of that and uh you know what was it like i heard there's about a thousand medicines that we at one time over 900 medicines that we had from that plus the fiber important of the fiber and as a fuel so all those different things there uh you know everything it, it would save this country it would save humanity we've written about it for years it's it's a no-brainer but for this to be implemented the parasite jew has to get out of the way and his control and his monopoly because he is the impediment to freedom he's the impediment to good health he's the impediment to good water he is the impediment to all that is evil in this world for us to try to get better it's not the latvian it's not the micronesian it's not the mexican the mexicans are are flooding our borders okay with illegals but they're not the ones that are controlling our country. So let's focus on the parasite that is. Let's take care of him. Let's remove him. Let's send him back to Barozaban where they need to go. Even the ones that are in Palestine, they need to go there to get them out of there so they stop being a problem and bring real peace to humanity. Yeah, the foundation for the for the Jew is, is uh, usury. There's no two ways about it. That's why they do what they do. That's why they're bringing all these people in for, you know, to... Divide more of the wealth between the people so we can uh, have more, uh, quote, growth uh, to, pay the, to pay the VIG, right? Uh, you near Wilkes, Wilkes-Barre? Uh, yeah, we're about 60 minutes from it. Well, you know, 90 tops. Okay, Wilkes-Barre has an Amish problem. The Amish has people, what? An Amish problem. The Amish, oh, yeah, there's just lots of Amish around this whole area, man, sure. The Amish people are selling drugs, shooting at people, collecting welfare, living on government housing. What? Sleeping at f- to 4 p.m. with no jobs, blaming Native Americans for all their problems. You're not allowed to talk about it because that would be racist. Those oh, people have challenged, <laughs> you gotta be kidding, have challenged their states. Work, they have challenged their states and won a Supreme Court decision forbidding mandatory public public education and holohoax studies. These damn white people are destroying America and they have zero multiversity forced upon them. Where is Tim Wise when you need him? Who is going to help oh, us and crush this Amish privilege? <laughs> <laughs> That's for all these people that say, oh, we can't do nothing. Well, you know, here's this group. Here's this group that did it. I say take over your local school or, or, or and all. Oh, well, the state will get in. Well, look, these guys, when they did, you know what? These guys got together and they went to the su- Supreme Court and got the state off their friggin' back. Because that's freedom of, by, uh, of the First Amendment. Okay? They cannot force you into these public schools. They just can't do it. These are on the books. I keep hearing these people, oh, well, they'll do this and they'll do that. Well, that's why you want to be in your local government. That's why you want to get in your county. So not only can you control those resources... To fight the state, because now the state would be fighting itself, but you have representatives in there. This is part of, you, part of getting America back or getting strongholds and beach holds in our country. When are you going yes, to do it? What the are doing right now is they're running locally to uh, take over positions of towns that basically said, look, we don't want your, your faggotry here or your, uh, your uniqueness in the sense that you have more rights than others. So what they're doing is they're running for the, the local boards and the, and the local... You know, municipalities, so they can change these laws, so that they're they're going to basically make themselves more special than others. 
Exactly. And this is what they've been doing while, you know, everybody's complaining and sitting around. Oh, America's lost. Oh, we can't do nothing. Oh, the political system. All these, all these friggin' excuses. And, uh, this is how they've been taking us over. And, uh, they did it when, when, when the country was 90% friggin' white. And, uh, so now what it's around 70%. Of, uh, you know, when are you going to start fighting? When it's 10%? You think you're going to get anywhere then? I mean, it's, it's insane, Paul. It's insane. You know, uh, well, you know what, uh, we can, we can never get together and put a guy in. Well, we don't want presidency. We want to take care, we want our states. Because sooner or later, okay, we have got to crush that federal government. We got to fire it. Well, basically we got to fire it is what we got to do. Okay, is we have to fire it. Okay, so all these people, let me, let me read this thing. All these people going on about what we can do and what we can't do. Uh, we're just not doing the job. We're not doing the work. And that's all there is to it. Uh, it's these defeatist attitude, Paul. Uh, I, I don't like it. Uh, I mean, we almost had a huge victory uh, in, in, in New Jersey. And uh, we had a traitor. And where I said we should have blown his brains out. And because we didn't. It's gone to shit ever since. And now I hear that uh, the guy that uh, advertised at his business for a uh, a white history month, which I don't think we need, and uh, they've the Jews have conspired to uh, have his business closed down. Of course. Okay. And 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 so how how do these Jews have all this power? How how can the Mexicans go to L.A. and say twenty years ago we're going to take it block by block? How can all these grassroots be going and we we can't do nothing? Paul, we, we're helpless. We're helpless babies. We can't do nothing. Oh, you know what? We'll, we'll never get the vote for this. Well, look, in, in your state, in your community, yes, you can. Forget federal. Forget federal. Just forget about it for now. Just forget it. That thing's got to go. But you can fight the federal at your state level. First of all, and it's happened in Atlanta. It's happened in Georgia and different places where your federal sheriffs can keep the feds out because it's out of their jurisdiction unless you contract with them. You don't contract with you with them. There's nothing you can they can do, you know. And I had this with uh, I was talking to Sean on his show, and he's going on about uh, Section Eight. And like I said, well, that's that that's when you hit them with fines and you hit them with. All kinds, you know, when you uh, uh, all kinds of uh, bylaws and stuff like that. Yes, you can get them out. Oh no, they won't just buy the fine. They just won't pay the fines. Well, no, right. And then you just uh, take the property away. That's you know that that's how they do it. Don't pay. Don't pay. Don't pay the government. Don't pay the state government. Don't pay the. Don't pay your county fucking taxes. You think you're going to keep your house? Not for long, pal. Not for long. And a lot of these are absentee landlords anyway. You know, and uh, I know he was going on about, well, you know, some people, they're busy, they're, they're, they're overloaded in their area, and, and like I say, well, you know, a uh, guy brought it up on Saturday night, well, there's some areas you, you're just going to have to, for right now, abandon like Detroit, you know, forget about a place like that, but where we are strong with, you know, freedom-minded people, yeah, that's what we should be doing, exactly what we should be doing. Okay, and uh, if you look at Mississippi, they all talk about the KKK and all that kind of stuff. But if you look at Mississippi, Mississippi, 
in that state, I read about what happened there after the Civil War when they had Reconstruction and they disenfranchised uh, 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 the Confederate whites down there and what they were trying to do to them. And it didn't start out that these guys went uh, and, and Bedford and all these kind of guys did any type of vigilante stuff. It started as a friggin' tax riot. Okay? After a couple years, paying for all these programs for these friggin' people, their taxes went up ten, ten, tenfold. They couldn't afford it anymore to where the people rioted with the friggin' taxes. And then when they tried to attack them physically, uh, these black mobs, that's when they got together and, and took care of them. And, 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 and the guy that was ahead of it went screaming to uh, Grant, who was in president at the time, and Grant, Grant wanted to get rid of them too. And Grant says, I got no help coming for you. So what did they do? They left office, got the hell out of there before they got put in prison or hung or something like that. And you had the black people there that did own land that were under the same pressure with the tax and then joined these white folks. So this is what's going on. Okay, what's going on here? Somebody's, I hope you guys aren't fighting down there. Okay. I hope you guys aren't fighting down there, arguing about yeah. what Cobb did and what this guy did, what that did, that guy didn't do, and all this kind of stuff. There, well, you know, come up with some solutions. Okay, one of the solutions is taking control of your local government, especially your school boards. Okay, and uh, I, I, I <coughs> someone sent me a video. It's in the Facebook. Uh, where this uh, white teacher is trying to break up a fight between these two black girls, and then they wind up attacking his ass. And it's like, oh, you know, these blacks attack the white. And and I I just I just took it and shirted it around, put a new heading on it. And, and and my heading was, this is great, you know, these liberal, friggin' ass white teach traders that are going around and teaching this friggin' Jew Marxist bullshit. Just to get a, a suck off the, the public teat, okay, for a friggin' paycheck, I say kill them all. <laughs> kill them all, black man. Kill them all. Because we got no use for traitors like that, okay? I'm going to feel sorry for someone like that. Give me a break. I hope they kill them all. I really do. They are disgusting. They're, they're there. They're helping to brainwash your children. What? For a paycheck. Then what they want to do is they let the Jews take over the union. They want to be part of this big national fucking union that puts pressure on a county or anybody else that tries to get their budget under control because, you know, like I say, your second highest state expenditure is these friggin' uh, retirements, okay? They want the sun and the moon, these friggin' people. Here's your retirement. Get the fuck out of here. Go dupe. Do something private, whatever you have to do. Why does the taxpayer got to guarantee every, every fucking mistake you make? You know, you put five in, we put five in. But what do we get out of it? Nothing. You're the one that gets something, okay? At least welfare, if, if, if it ever came to it, I could at least get something from fucking welfare. I can't get nothing from that retirement that we all got to fucking pay. They already lost that on you. So... Anyway, uh, uh, so I say, yeah, uh, the hell with them. Get rid of them. You got to break those unions. The unions are federally unconstitutional. Okay, and they're the unions. People talk about South Africa. 
Remember, it was the Toronto School Board uh, Retirement Fund and calipers from California, and might have been the Texas one, that went over there and put put the economic screws to friggin' uh, South Africa. Okay? For them to put Mandela and everything in. Okay? These are the traitors. Okay? And it's right. the, these people's union and everything, and it's their retirement fund. And, uh, you know, then what happens is, Paul, then they want to get in the fucking uh, tea party and say, oh, taxes are too high. But they don't want their retirements cut down. Then what they do is, oh, taxes are too high. They move out of the friggin' state. So that economic activity is gone. Plus, you still have to pay them. And then they want to go somewhere else where, you know, taxes are low and things are good. And fuck that up with their liberal leftist Marxist friggin' bullshit, you know? So I have no pity for them. I say kill them all, man. <laughs> I'll send roses to their graves. No problem. I'll put roses on their graves. So you posted this? You reposted that video? I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll send it to you. I put it in a couple different different places, and everybody. I put it in this one 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 page. I think it's William Paris page, and everybody's justified, justified, justified. Damn right, it's justified. You know, the, you know, I'm gonna feel sorry for these people. This is what yeah, they dude. created. This is dude, what they, they created. They, they, they teach treason, man. You know, yeah. they, they teach bullshit, which doesn't exist. White privilege, which is basically Jew privilege. Yeah. The Jew hasn't earned the fucking wealth that he's stolen from everybody, and then he reflects on us. Okay, because he said from the beginning that he was going to use the Negro as a punching bag on the whites, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, and the whole hawks, whole hoax stuff, and all that friggin' bullshit, man. You know what? Yeah, they killed 200 million whites in the last century, and we got to be reminded in every fucking Talmud Vision show and every fucking Kabaliwood movie that six million died in the, in, the, in the camps. Yeah, work camps and a shower is fucking death to a Jew. Yeah, like I say, which is worse, a, a holocaust or the Jew whining about it? <laughs> Dude, it's been insufferable, all of it. Yeah, you know, uh, it's okay. Dude, what's going to happen is there's going to be real blowback, and if they don't shut up, they're going to get what they've been talking about. Except it's going to be complete this time. Yeah, it's okay for uh, you know I don't know how many how many friggin' whites died in the last century. How many in the last century? Yeah, and how many how, in eighteen hundreds? How many Chinamen died over just in China? Never mind the rest of Asia, you know, because you have Cambodia and all that kind of bullshit, right? You had sixty million under Mao. Yeah, I mean that's okay. Like, that, under yeah. Uh, Khmer Rouge. Yeah, that's okay, but you know. And 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 these things really happen. We can find we you know we see the bones and everything's there. This is no doubt mm -hmm. about it. But the Jew never a body found. It's all myth, man. Oh, they were burnt up in ovens that couldn't process the numbers or had the fuel for. Okay. Yep. Sure. I got you. <laughs> so. And there's so many that are that are claiming reparations. I think there's four point three million, man. I think there's three and a half million Jews in all of Europe at that time, right? But four point three million have have been uh. Taxing uh, Germany forever, you know, with uh, Holy Hoax reparations. Do the math. 4.3 versus 3.5. That's incredible. Incredible. Also, also, also you know, now they want to get it for the grandkids, and then they're going after Yeah, no, dude, it's forever, man. Bank accounts That's and funny. all kinds of friggin' nonsense there, so... Yeah, it's just got to end. Yeah. It just has to end. And it, it's... It, this insanity, this, this social psychopathy that we're, we're suffering under, it just has to end. And you know what, Paul? When people really wake up to what these friggin' Jews have done, there's going to be a real... It's going to be so ugly. They're going to wish for the Holocaust. 
They're going to wish for it to be only gas. For the good day. And yeah. they have done it to themselves. They've done it yes, to themselves. Have. And that's all there is to it. It's called and, and there's a God, and he will not be mocked. I have no pity for them. So, Paul, what else is new? I mean, you're having a storm. I'm having a storm. And, uh, uh, oh, it's planting season, man. I think I got like 400 strawberries to plant this week. So that's where my focus is at. I just got my rototiller. That, that's where I was at. I'm sorry I was late. I was uh, trying to get it back from the mechanic at time. But with the weather and traffic, it just didn't happen. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're set, to, set to dig through the earth. It's raining right now. So hopefully it'll be a little more pliable and we can get these plants in the ground. So I love strawberries. We're, like I said, we're going to turn. We're turning this into a blueberry strawberry hill, man. Yeah, I remember I used to go uh, up at uh, my grandparents up in northern Jersey, or when I used to go to camp or something like that, and go into the under the hay there on a nice hot day, and uh, find those oh those nice big strawberries, man. It was like you know a diamond in a rough type thing there. So you know, but you know, hey, you know, when you're out there and stuck, and don't work, you roll in when you roll in, man. You know what I mean. Uh, don't ever worry about that, man. So you know. Well, I, I still like to be here for the for the, for the for the full time, man. Just uh, just know that I'm yeah. just constantly trying to fit in babies and parents and life. Oh and no, I understand. Man. I understand 100. percent So that's that's what that's why Sean said, tell Paul to pick the time. Well, well, like I'm saying, it'll probably be a Sunday night. So let's uh, you and I talk after this and uh, see if we can maybe do yeah. if not the Sunday, the following one. Okay, so. Well, we got a lot of chatter going on. I haven't, haven't been reading the chat here. A lot of chatter. Uh, anything important here? Wolf, Wallets, Wailing, Wallstein. Oh, man. What did he... Uh, okay, well, he seemed to be behaving himself a little bit, man. Because, you know, we don't need that bullshit here, okay? You know, like, you want to talk... You can talk about me all you want. I really don't give a shit. Okay? I really don't give a shit. But if you're going to go bothering other people or you want to slander people here that aren't here, well, then we get a problem. Okay? I don't go for that pussy-ass Jew bullshit. So. Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, another thing I, you know, I don't know if you saw, I think I played it on one show, Hillary's, uh, you know, when she, uh, she put out her video about running for president. Right. Oh, the the love fest she's having with the gays, and the first endorsement she just got was from the gays. Yeah, but in that video, Paul, they've got one where this woman is saying, you know, she's going to put on the pants. Her kid's five or six years old, ready to go to school, so she's going to go to work. And the reason she's going to work is so they could move for better schools. Okay. Now, what the hell's that all about, Hillary? Aren't all the schools good, Hillary? Is this white flight? Are you encouraging white flight there, Hillary? Who, 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 is she, who is she running away from? Where is the school so bad where she is? Where is they so good where she's going to? I mean, right in her own damn video, man. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking she's trying to capture some of the people that are upset with all this, uh, multi, you know, this uh, diversity bullshit i think she's casting a wide net paul well i don't know yeah but base is that diversity crowd man without it she doesn't get elected yeah well you look she hasn't gonna look if all the fags vote that there's not that none of fags to get her elected right 
She's got to get the she's got to get the middle of the road. She's got to get those women. Okay, she she's just got to get them. And that all depends on the well, I mean if Bush runs, Bush Bush's already uh want to open the open the borders even more. So, you so, know. So that Yeah, so that's a split. So now that that bad Gutierrez, man, that uh, is such a proponent for the open borders. And, and dude, he, he might be Hispanic, but he doesn't represent my fucking Hispanicness, man. Yeah, I mean, so 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 now they're not even a swing anymore. That's going to be a split vote. OK, so you see, this is why being together, this is why we do need organizations. This is a time where we could be a swing. Effective, yes. Okay. But keep listening to these other assholes who, uh, you know, convinced a young generation to become skinheads, so there's a division there and all this other fucking nonsense and America's lost and, uh, you know, let's go underground and all this kind of nonsense and, you know, we'll get far that way too, you know. You know, instead of thinking, well, we might need both sides, we might, might need all the angles, we might need everything going, you know. Let's not be organized. Everybody else is organized, and they're getting and they're getting what the fuck they want, and they want you, white man, gone, and it's working. And you're still sitting on your laurels doing shit about it. But they want your wealth first. You know that's the whole thing, man. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta get the wealth out of the uh, uh, Western Europeans' hands. To get more customers, to expand, to grow that economy, to be that vig, because it's that's the underpinning of the whole friggin' fucking mess is usury. That eleventh marble, you know, that's how they, you know, when they go to Argentina, what do they do? They, you know, uh, capacity, industry, you know, crippling uh, uh, inflation and interest rates. There's nowhere else for these people to go. They can't put wages down anymore. So what do they do? Well, they start monetizing what they can, their community things, their water and every other friggin' thing. Oh, it's a new product, you know. That's what they're doing. Kids used to cut the grass. Now you got Mexicans in there. It's a business now, cutting grass and everything. That's what the students used to do. Uh, McDonald's is where students used to work. Now it's a, it, you know, it, 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 it's a, it's a lifetime. Uh, yeah, it's a career <laughs> for some poor people, you know. Why? Because a lot of our manufacturing jobs are gone. Yeah, so who needs mid-level managers, man? Just need slaves pushing the burger. Someone said, uh, Eunuch says, white media, you disagree with those who said we need to hide out in the Northwest. Yeah, who, who, you want to hide? You're hiding, are you? You got to go hide out? Is that what men do? They hide out? You know, if you're telling me there's people that are congregating and creating a community there, that's fine. I got no problem with that. But hiding out? What are you, living in caves? What do you mean you're hiding out? They should be there building their community, taking full control of their of their political system there. And uh, listen to white media with the fake anger, blah, 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 blah. They should be their political friggin' uh, uh, system there, controlling the taxes, controlling uh, that local economy, okay? You know, another thing Paul I don't understand is uh, a lot of uh, 
and, uh, and a lot of these jobs pay well. You know, we're talking about separatism. So some guy's saying here we're talking about separatism. Really, where are you gonna where are you gonna separate to? How are you gonna do this? How are you going to separate? And who's going to separate? Who's going to make these decisions? How are you going to govern yourself? Where's your economy going to be? I mean, you know, people talk friggin' nonsense. Video games. You got to take over a state to separate, buddy, or a good large part of a state. That's how you separate. You sep- And when you separate, you got to take all the resources and everything with you. You got to control them. Then you got to govern them. How we can get land? I think we need some land donated. I, I don't understand some. What do you mean? Why? Why? Who, who's going to donate you land? I mean that 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 that's that that's retarded going to donate you land. We build small town, townships, county, states, living in the United States. Exactly. Guess nine. You got it right. Take care of the smallest county in your state, man. Yeah, we build. We don't go asking for someone to give us land, like, you know, a handout or, you know, you know, like, like what, we're the slaves? We go build. We build. We're builders. That's what we are. We build. Exactly. Guess nine. Got it right. We build. Right on. You build those towns and villages and counties, and that's what you do. You build them. And when you build them, more people will come. It's as simple as that. More people will come, and you'll have control of the whole area, and you'll have control over who comes. Oh, tatter, tatter flags and one of these guys don't know what the fuck he's talking about, of course. Oh, the point's totally lost and blah, 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 blah. You know, like when he, one of these idiots, Paul, when you talked, oh, I don't understand what you, oh, you're not making sense. Oh, you know, like, like you didn't dot the T, dot the I and the T and all this kind of nonsense. Get the fuck out of here. even hand out with the information yeah that's that's why you gotta you know like i say the cream rises at the top you gotta get these organizations to get the leaders and everything people follow success they follow strength and that's all there is to it so what else is happening there paul anything uh uh i told uh uh sean that uh he says uh if anybody wants to threaten him you know, uh, to kick his ass, to call up. So I called up and I threatened him. I told him, I says, well, I'll give you to a year to build yourself up. And in 2016, you go to Freedom Palooza and I'm, I'm going to kick your bear over. <laughs> so, I love it. yeah, so he's going to some APAC thing there. He's going to, he says he wants to visit, visit you guys. And, uh, if it, if it's around that time, he'll definitely be there. So he's, yeah. uh, he's even, uh, I think he cut out the berries, trying to save as much money as he can, you know, planning awesome, for it, man. planning for it, and everything because that that is a haul, eh? I don't know how, how many. Eight and a half of traveling, man. Yeah. Ugh, ugly. Yeah. What's that? Eighteen hours traveling. At that, least. That's a haul. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a haul. I don't know that's how many time zones he's gonna go through. 
So yeah, he'd be Jack. Well, came back from Malaysia, man. That that was that was killer. Yeah. So you know, you'll have jet. He'll have jet lag for a day or two. That's for damn sure. So, anyway. Okay, I want to thank everybody, as usual. Even you, tattered flag. <laughs> <laughs> We'll agree not to not, we'll agree to disagree. 80%, but anyway, 80%. Yeah, 80%. 80-20, guys. So I want to thank everybody for uh, showing up and listening, uh, putting their two cents in. Uh, you can always call, you know, if you want to talk it out. No, you can always call up and curse me out. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> okay. Yours, man. Not, not too many participants. Uh-huh. And uh, remember, there's... Other good stuff going on. Uh, you've got, uh, like, I'll, I'll go over it again. Stormfront Northwest on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Talk to you. Caller ID 131-555. You've got uh, Tom Bowie and the Pro-White American Radio Show by PWA Radio on Talk to you Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Talk to you. Caller ID 132-549. You've got uh, Sean Surplus. I I love his show. I think he does a really good job. The guy. I don't agree with. I don't agree with everything, but he does a a fantastic job. I agree with most of. I mean, he's my type of guy. Uh, And that's tctunleashed.com. Tcta unleashed. Two's a crowd. What is it? Two. Two's a crowd. Three's three's. Two's company. Three's allowed. Man, I always screw that up there. Oh, he's gonna uh, he's gonna get mad at me one day. And uh, uh, I, I, I and uh, on renegadebroadcasting.com, Kyle does a pretty good Sunday show, and they got the roundtable there on Saturday nights. So anyway, to everybody out there, all I can say is God bless and good night. Okay, let's... Call recording has been completed. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, man, we catch him, I'll be happy enough. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.